This is Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield, a podcast that resources parents, families, and friends with tools to have important conversations about mental and emotional health. This podcast is brought to you by Mayfield Counseling Centers, helping you find clarity, hope, and purpose. Thank you for joining us on Candid Conversations. We are so excited to be here with Ryan and Laura Dobson. Uh, Mark was on their show, Rebel mm-hmm. Parenting. That's right. Uh, in ago. the fall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and really excellent conversation. Highly encourage you to check out that episode and the podcast. Um, yeah. Both of you have been doing or around podcasting for a long time. Well, he's probably been longer than I've been since- alive. <laughs> before it started, basically, he saw it. In I started Wired podcasting magazine. before iTunes was released. Oh, that's awesome! It was the same year it did release, but when we first did, you had to get a special app. Oh, it was so terrible! <laughs> it was so funny. We've so come years a long of way. experience. Yeah. Years. I love and it, it shows. It really does. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we love doing it. And your show, we've had a number of friends locally start coming to Mayfield Clinic mm. because of that. Yep, that's cool. You really spoke to people well. Mm-hmm. And we push therapies. So, I mean, Laura sees a therapist. I see one. See, we see one together. We've been with our kids. Yeah. Like, it's good stuff. It changed our life, yeah. for sure. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we appreciate you guys taking the time today to be on and, and yeah, hang out yeah. with us. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I just want to jump in with a conversation around, uh, you know, this new thing that you guys have got going on uh, called uh, HomeSmart, right? Home Safe. Home, home Safe. safe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I should have done my research a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, no home worries. Safe. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, as I was, you know, we watched the, I watched the Fox News uh or was that Fox News? It was one, one, uh, uh, the one in San Diego. The one in San Diego. The yeah. The oh, one American news. One American news network. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool. They um, did a good. They, they did, did a good a job. job. I was actually in the same room with him. Well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, split screens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I thought we would be sitting together, and I sat twenty feet apart. <laughs> that's funny. But it was nice because I could hear him live, not just in my earpiece. Okay. It would have been a struggle. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about that. Tell us about HomeSafe. Tell us why is it something that is passionate for you both, yeah. and mm. and kind of give us the overview of that. Well. Truthfully, it started on Rebel Parenting because families today deal with things that no families in past history ever dealt with. Sure. And really with the advent of the internet. So parents today are parenting kids that grew up without – grew up with the internet since day one. Right. Yes. I didn't. I remember the advent of the internet and getting on first. You know, I remember doing a – having a job interview and almost not taking it because their website was really bad. And this is like 98. <laughs> Do you remember that? That, do you remember that area there, Trevor? <laughs> I I mean, I was around about the time where you had to do dial-up, and, like, I remember waiting about 30 seconds for a the page sound, to load. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, and all like of that. Near, near, yeah, near, I wasn't near, an near. early adopter by any means, I'm just making but I do a, remember. making a very ageist comment right there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Very I, I apologize. We'll do an episode yeah. on ageism <laughs> at some go. point <laughs> this season. We'll have to do some trauma therapy for you. Just me. Well, my son calls me a boomer, which is weird. I'm like, I don't think I'm a boomer. No. But it's just funny to yeah. look back and think I was judging an organization for their website in, <laughs> in like 98 right. when now, I mean, that was barely website, barely <laughs> website. Right. We just came off of DOS and into mm-hmm. Windows yeah. 90. And <laughs> yeah. here's the truth. When internet first started coming out, when there was AOL chat and things like that, I mean, 
every single TV program, everything people said about the internet was never tell anyone anything about yourself. Right. Never give away any personal information. <laughs> you know, and the, the big like hacky joke was, you know, you could be talking to a dog because no one tells <laughs> anything <laughs> personal. Right. And now it's here's who I this is who I am, this yeah. is what I look like, here's all my friends, this is my here's dog's my resume. Scruffy. Yeah. Here's, here's my this, address and my social security this number. Is here's where, my most intimate secrets. This is you know, where if I go to school. I just had a parents. conversation with my mom yes. about my dad's yeah, yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> it's just different era. It is a brand new era that parents are having to catch up into, mm. right? Like the big hacky joke when I was little was my parents couldn't set the clock on the VCR. Like, haha, it always flashes 12. <laughs> my goodness, are we light years away? Like with TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook and every new app that comes out, we are light years away from setting the clock on the right. microwave and VCR. And parents are just like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And kids come to them and they're like, oh no, it's just fun videos. It's no big deal. And then you like, I went and- We've done some research. Yeah. <laughs> and my my thing is- my kid wanted to get on TikTok, and I was like, I, I don't even know what TikTok is. I'm sorry. Chinese-operated Snapchat-like social media. It's kind of like Snapchat and okay. Instagram. It's all <laughs> videos. There's okay. no there's no static photos. It's just videos. Usually 15 seconds. This is how far removed. I am. Mm. Wow. They could yeah. be a little longer. Maybe a little longer at times. I did like an hour on it, and I was like, yeah, bro, no, sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not... There wasn't explicit porn. There's lots of cursing. And I was like, you don't need to hear that. But sure. here's the truth. It was just about 8 billion 14-year-old girls dancing. And I'm like, yeah. I, Why? Yeah. no, I'm cool with you not seeing that. Now, I have a TikTok account. Uh, we're trying to do more with Rebel Parenting on that. Okay. And their algorithm is pretty good to where I rarely get the young girl dancing or like stuff like that because it's like you don't – you like NBA highlights and right. the parenting stuff. Um, so we're not going to send you all the teeny bopper things. But my kids' friends that have TikTok, they're – it's filled with garbage for them. I'm like, totally. you just don't need it yet. Right. Well, and John Green just did a, a YouTube video talking about TikTok in particular. And mm. he was saying that he was afraid, you know, before the podcast started, we talked about content is king. Mm -hmm. And and as the as the, all platforms are becoming more saturated, we're yeah. all able to put content out there. TikTok is really pushing the weird content, yes. the one that pushes the boundaries. They and and yeah. so there's a lot of that on that platform that, you know, maybe you have to wade through it a little little bit to mm -hmm. get there, but yeah. it is there and being pushed. For sure. And so, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. I, I want to point out too, you mentioned something that I think is really valuable just to repeat is that you were on TikTok reviewing it, yeah. for sure. engaging with it before you made a decision. That's my shock though. Any parent could do that. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Your kids yeah. just came to you like, oh no, it's no big deal. Of course they're going to say that. Right. They're right. not going to be like, you know what? There's quite a bit of swearing and there's lots of young girls scantily clad doing dances. But that's what I want to look at. Like, yeah. of course you do. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. You know. Well, then that's the reason we started HomeSafe was just to provide for parents a plan, a plan right. to come up with. And we believe at Rebel Parenting that, you know, you need to teach children, your mm -hmm. children, how to manage this new yeah. life, this new internet life, this new social life that they're having on the internet. Um, we are not – we're, we're not like – 
throw it away, parents. Sure. You know, we're like, okay, no. well, this Man- isn't going it. away, folks. Yeah. This is not going away. So teach your child how to manage their social imprint and their media yeah. imprint. Right. And so we've done parents a lot of research. Out saying, how do you talk to your kids about sex? How do you talk about online porn? How do you protect them from online porn? Like, right. Predators, too. Right. And, Predator, you know, all, like, all these all things. Kind of yes. yeah. And you're, they're so overwhelmed and they freeze. And I'm like, of course, that's not – like, well, what else do you expect to do? Or they freeze and just go, you know what? We trust you. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I was at uh, – You make the decision for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was at TCA. Uh, they're work, really working at uh, device-free campuses starting in 2020. Really? Um, yeah, 2020, 2021. Uh, and more so, like, you could have the phone up until the bell rings, and then you can get it back right. after the bell rings. Yeah. There's no but, devices on campus. No, like no, they no. Use computers just, yeah, just okay, tab- yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. but uh, I had a, you know, I was at the, the town hall meeting, and a parent asked the question, well, you know, and, you know, taking it away, taking their phones away during the school year day is not going to, you know, teach them what they need to be taught. And, you know, so why are you doing it? And, you know, the superintendent gave me the mic, and I said, it should be taught at home by you yep. and then the school should come along and support you. Thank you. And, and, you know, I was pretty blunt. I'm like, I probably just tick somebody off. Yeah. But good. But That's I, good. Make but a I tell parents this too. I <laughs> said, the truth will always tick people. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Right. Don't but, advocate your parental authority to another organization. Right. Yes. You know, and you then have to be the ones the with your kids talking about those things. Be the parent. And this is what I tell all parents too. Your kid's going to make a mistake on the phone. Sure. Yes. For sure, 100%. There's zero possibility it's not going to happen. Whether someone shows it to them, whether they stumble upon it, whether they seek it out themselves. And I tell parents, too, your kids don't have any concept of what pornography will do to their brains or their body or their future relationship. No, you cannot blame them for finding it or seeing it. And being curious. As if they understand the ramifications right. of what it is. Now, you might understand those ramifications, right. but they don't have any idea. So how do you develop this relationship to where if they stumble upon it, they're coming to you. Yeah, right. they're prepared. Not going to another friend and being like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, and they know what to do. Yeah. Like, I think back in the day, maybe when we were younger, um, you know, porn was harder to access things of that nature. You had to yeah. find a film or you had to find something. And the... The porn industry has changed so much that the porn you were seeing was different than what the children oh, right. are seeing today. Oh, gosh. And if we can't teach them to come to us and in those moments or, mm-hmm. you know, at least at some point, then I think we're missing an opportunity to stand yeah. with them for their future relationships, for right. their – you know, where well, they're moving. I, I had a mm. uh, conversation with a parent, and then I had this conversation in front of a bunch of parents. But it was, <laughs> um, you know, somebody asked me the question. We did question and answer. Somebody asked the question, you know, when is the right time to give my kid a smartphone? Yeah. And I said, we that's that. there's no formula. I said, Thank I said, you. Yes. You know, it's the whole idea. Laura's taught me that so much. Mm-hmm. There's no magic bullet. There's no one-size-fits-all. There's one no one-size-fits-all no one size yeah. all Every kid is different. Being, if it worked on this kid, it mm-hmm. may not work on your other kid. Right. Being responsible. Yeah. Yep. My, kid always, my, my 11-year-old goes, when she get a phone? I said, when you can clean your room without me asking you to clean your room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I always tell parents, I said, it's like, and you could probably relate to this, is is giving a kid a phone for Christmas and then doing nothing after that is like giving a kid a 9-millimeter handgun. Yep. yep. We loaded, believe it's loaded And you're like... Don't hurt anybody. Yeah. So part of HomeSafe, we developed um, like a contract with your children. Cell phone contract. For any device though too, cell phone, uh, tablet, anything like that. So there's there's awareness and responsibility laid at the table of what is going to be required of you to have this. And, you know, like Ryan said earlier, there's going to be infractions. They're going to mess up. Be prepared for that, but have a plan to support them to win. That's the plan. So like (laughs) – Yeah. 
you're hitting us at the right time. We gave Lincoln, our 13-year-old, a cell phone this week Whoa. for the first time. First time. Okay. So I got a phone, Laura got my phone, and then he got her phone. Um, did a cell phone so contract. So you're old, you know, <clears throat> yeah, really yeah. archaic. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an iPhone 6. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're in ministry. It was a good one. <laughs> we're stoked. I had an iPhone 6 up until yesterday. Nice. <laughs> um, did a cell phone contract. Yeah. But then I realized as much as I do this, I wasn't fully prepared for it mm. because we've always trained the kids on white noise. They sleep with white noise every night. In yeah. our room, we just do it with Alexa. In his room, he was like, I don't have white noise in here anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah. So he was using the phone for that. And I'm like, mm, we don't do phones in bedrooms. So with our little one, we don't do screens in bedrooms. Right. For Lincoln, we don't do screens in bedrooms when you go to bed. Yeah. Uh, because he's 13. Dr. Ken Wilgus has an amazing mm-hmm. book. It's the big resource we use with this one called Feeding the Mouth That Bites You. Mm. Fantastic cover, fantastic title, great book. But it's on giving your kids more autonomy. I like that. You know, and with the understanding, they're for sure going to blow it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We blow it every day, all the time. We can't expect our kids to get it right the first right. time. You totally. have to expect the problem to come. And for those listening, if you find out someone in your household does struggle with pornography, um, Jeffrey Dean mm-hmm. has a really good book called Raising, Sex- Raising Successful Teens. He has a full chapter on what to do if you have a kid that struggles with pornography. It is the best. Best chapter book. we the have found. Best yeah. resource. It is so it is so comprehensive. Mm-hmm. We give it out. I'm trying to talk his publisher into like releasing just that. Yeah. <laughs> that as actually like a, would not be a half bad idea. I, I mean, know. Oh, yeah. everybody needs it. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because we get the phone call of we had a sleepover and a kid snuck a cell phone up and then they showed all the rest of the kids porn for the first time. And now we got to call all the – there's the shocker. Now we got to call all the parents. Some parents weren't mad. Some parents were like, okay, well. They were like, well, what? Okay. It's 3 in the morning. Why are we we coming over? Like your kids looked at porn for the last two hours. They're like, okay. Wow. Like, oh. All right. Well, a little bit different. And so uh, for for somebody who may not know about this beforehand, on yeah. a practical level, mm-hmm. what is HomeSafe? Okay, yeah. HomeSafe mm. is a church-based seminar that I go and do on protecting your family in and out of the home. So part of it is how do you talk to your kids about sex? How do you talk about online porn? How do you filter out online porn? Like all the home things, home invasion, child predators, uh, online predators, things like that. And in public, situational awareness and mass shootings. Okay. What do you do? And it really kind of started exploding again in the last few months when the shooting in Texas, that church happened. Yes, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't watch the video. It's super disturbing. Super disturbing. I know. I told Laura don't to watch it, and then she went and, and watched it. Of course. It. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, naturally, right? <laughs> I don't want to see it. Well, and three people die in the video. Yes. So that's like, real super rough. It was over in six seconds. Nobody left. You know, people go, oh, it was over in six seconds. We would have been out the door in three because we've had the conversation ahead of time. What do you do? And then there were so many things. There was a perfect video because they interviewed so many people from church afterwards that were like, we knew something was going to happen. You know, there was something strange about that guy. We knew something was going to happen. And I'm like, why didn't you move? Right. Your kids watched people die. You're going to have so much therapy and counseling and so much work to do because you chose not to move. A couple months ago, we were at church. The dude acting weird. I moved the family. You know what happened? Nothing. Right. 
ta-da, the worst that's going to happen is nothing happens and you yeah, see the you service moved. from a different part of the yeah. church. But had something taken place, mm-hmm. man, I would have felt good. Like, oof, I knew something was going to take place. I was a little right. worried. So I moved my family and they didn't have to see firsthand all of that stuff. Yeah, sure. And well, you can't blame the church members for freezing. They weren't trained. Right. right. But you got to train your congregation. And that's the, like we have – we have we've been through every resource. We've mm. vetted all the online porn filtering things. We've vetted all the how do you talk to your kids about sex books. We have the best resources. Like if you can read a book with your kids, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we've got it for you. That's well, fantastic. And part of where it was birthed too is for us, we saw the um you know, some of the shootings down in, at Walmart in Texas. Oh, I think it was Texas. Gosh. and El Paso. Yeah, and people mm-hmm. not really knowing mm-hmm. what to do. And yeah. I was like, do people not know what to do? And then I started asking some of my friends, well, do you have a plan if that happens? And I guess I've been so ingrained since I became adopted. <laughs> Poor Laura. <laughs> Where are the exits? Where, how do I get out of this right? place as quick when as possible? When we were dating— I would move Laura, like we would go sit down at a restaurant and I'd go, can I switch seats with you? And she was like, okay. And like five or six times into it, I she thought goes, he was just being controlling. Why, are you, <laughs> why do you keep moving yes. my yes. seat? And I go, oh, well, I want to have my back against the wall and I want to see the entrance and exits. If something goes down, I want to see it. Right. And she's like, what are you talking about? And well, I'm like, historically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. what I said is, I don't want to see your eyes get big, then have to turn around, find out what you're looking at, then address it. Yeah. And- I grew up in a weird family. Like we got death threats when I was young Yeah, and people think it's about his stance on marriage or gender and sexuality. It has nothing to do with that. My dad was asked to be on the attorney general's commission to study pornography and then the attorney general's commission to study gambling. Mm -hmm. And the biggest revelation of both of those wasn't how it destroys the family. My dad was already deep into that because of focus on the family. It was pornography is about 80% backed by organized crime. Yep. Mm -hmm. Gambling is 100% backed by organized crime. Mm. So every riverboat, Atlantic city, all of Vegas, all the Indian casinos all have organized crime backing in them. I feel even weird talking about it now, Mm. (laughs) but he took such a hardline stance against gambling. The threats we got were from organized crime families. Like they were legit threats. (laughs) Right, right, right. Right. So we had to be tight. And people like, was that hard in the beginning? It really was. It Mm. was scary. Yeah. And it just becomes normal after a while. Like, Which I think we can see paralleled in our world today, yeah. too, because, you know, back back then that was very abnormal for mm-hmm. anyone. Yes. To re- like that was that was way out there. Yeah. And and, um, and and so now we're in this place where there's a real reality that, yeah, that this could happen to right. you no matter where you are yeah. because of the state of our yep. world. And yep. so mm. this preparedness that. I think a lot of us may still struggle with, oh, that sounds really out there. That sounds like over precautious. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah you, you that, th- those yeah. people are crazy and that's unhealthy. Mm. Um, I think that may be just our transitional time into For a sure. world that is yeah. far more dangerous. Well, yep. Accessible and, too with internet. And, totally. And, and well, recognizing. And, so Dr. Mayfield, you've got um, an ebook coming out on suicide, suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. A lot of parents think the more they talk about it with their kids, the more likely their children are Absolutely. to, to right. do self-harm. Right. And what we now know is the opposite is true. Yeah. Yep. The more you can make that a normal subject that you can talk with your kids about, the less likely they're going to do self-harm. And that's what we do. Or they'll in, come to you and talk yeah, to you about yes. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what we do with Home Safe. It's not right. to make you paranoid. It's to make you prepared. Yeah. You know. Every now and then, Laura will call me from like Costco or something, and I go, or we'll be in Costco. I'll like, go, okay, something goes down. Where do you go? And she'll like roll her eyes at me, and she's like, oh, 
She's like, there's an employee exit in the back. <laughs> and this is the thing over here. And it's like, oh, it makes me so happy because if I'm out of town and she's in a big box store or out in public, our kids know what to do and Laura knows what to do. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I feel better about myself. I, I think that way too. So. <laughs> yeah. What I wonder yeah. too, because I, I and a lot of members in my family struggle with anxiety. So these are mm-hmm. more natural thoughts for us. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I would say motivated by probably unhealth a lot I of the hear time. you. Yes, so, so I know. So where's that balance or, <clears throat> or, what, or what's yeah, your concept yeah, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. balance? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I, I love that idea because I think – Anxiety is when you don't know what to do. Sometimes mm-hmm. you live it. You're living in that fear, and yet home safe and what we're providing is actually you to have a plan, like so you can rest and know that God's going to take care of you, and you have a plan if something goes down. You have a plan even if you know you see something bad on the internet. It actually helps relieve and bring peace to your soul and to your brain because you're prepared yeah. and know what to do. It goes to. Uh had some great conversations. He'll be on the podcast probably in the next couple of months with uh, Wes Stafford. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And had some conversations with him a lot about finishing well as a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things I'm hearing you say is that it, anxiety is released or, you know, it's, it's less because you're pre-planning your battles or what's going to happen. Yep. And that's what he talks about all the time when it comes to successful leadership is pre-planning, planning your battles. Yes. So yeah. You don't fall. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm hearing you say is it's, it's this, for those of us who like to be in control, me. And yeah. Claudia. And here's the truth. You, you can totally. go overboard. Sure. Like I think yeah. that's sure. a little bit what yes. you're asking. Totally. And the balance. For sure, Laura, my goodness, my poor wife. When we were <laughs> earlier married and earlier with kids, I was way over prepare. Mm. And I would read about it and think about it and obsess over it. And I needed freedom from that. Therapy sure. really did help in that. Like mm-hmm. I had to go in and be like, oh, I, I used to travel with certain things in case the grid went down and I was going to have to walk back home. Like, oh, yeah. It was pretty funny. And people would like <laughs> say, yeah, I, I'm sorry. My first reaction was is to laugh. laugh. Oh, but, no. But you get but it. I, I, it was, a part of hear, me gets it. Yeah, you can like, hear oh, the little tone in there. <laughs> well, and I would only check bags because there's certain things you can't take in a carry-on. And I had people like, why are you always checking your bag? I'm like, oh, well, I... And I realized, oh, you know what? I'm living in fear. Mm-hmm. I'm not living in the confidence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not relying on Jesus. I'm relying on me alone. Yeah. I've done enough. I don't – what's the percentage? What's the likelihood of why am I over-preparing for this stuff? And yeah. for a while it was a little bit of a hobby and then it was kind of an obsession. And then it was like, you know, I'm we're okay. We've got, you know – I've had a generator for a million years now, but like we have a generator for when the power goes out and we've got food stored up if, you know, some of those things, but it's not like, I didn't go crazy. Not we're not Y2K not people. Not a bunker in the backyard. <laughs> oh no, I was definitely a Y2K. Well, you were, but yeah. we're not yeah. now. <laughs> what I'm hearing oh, no. is there's balance now. Yeah. Here's the truth. Well, from, from that till now, Y2K, I went to a compound, like I had someone that specifically chose me to come to their compound in case the world ended. And I had certain duties and respect, like they didn't have, oh, this is so embarrassing. They didn't have guns. And all of a sudden last minute they were like, we don't know anybody with guns. And so they literally called and were like, Hey, can you come and be our security? And I was like, yep, I can totally do it. And then I stayed up all night long and nothing happened. Like nothing took place. And it was yeah. like, 
I think we went a little over. I think we need to have you on and just like walk through that. No, no, no. no. Well, and I think too, what we're offering for people is just that that plan and getting something in place for your family is is different than well. I hope this never happens. Sure, right. Or because what I have found when I was talking to other moms, they were like, "Oh, I just hope it never happens." I'm like, "Well, me too. I hope it never happens, and I have a plan." There'd be something wrong if that wasn't your hope. Right. Exactly. So here's the great example. When children are 12 years old, there's an 85% chance they're going to see porn in the year 12. Mm. And so I told my son this. And he was like, what? Why? And I go, I don't know. It just is what it is, though. Right. There's just an 80% chance someone's going to show it to you or you're going to stumble upon it this year. And he was like, so he doesn't specifically know what porn is, but he generally knows what it is. We read the book, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures with him. Mm. Um, good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Junior, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures. Best resource available for talking to kids about you online. You can start yeah. at age four. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't freak them out. It's not graphic. Mm-hmm. You're not going to explain to them things, you know, like, oh, this is so, is it going to be awkward more for you than them? Yeah. But it's just a book you read with your kids. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And I told him right before he turned 12, this may happen this year. And he was like, why? I'm like, I don't know. And if you stumble upon it, if someone tries to show you a book or a magazine, if they show it to you on a computer or a phone or tablet or whatever it is, if you'll leave and come tell me, I'll give you 200 bucks. And he was like, what? That's incentive. I like that. Yeah, right. Especially at 13, you said? Yeah, 12. 12. 12? Yeah, Yeah. oh gosh. Well, and he was like, what? This is honest truth. This is the conversation. He goes, what? I go, is that not enough? He goes, no, daddy, no. And I was like, "Uh I would have given you more. Yeah. But here's the truth. He doesn't know what that does to people. He doesn't He doesn't know the magnitude or or the ramifications of all that. He's got no idea. He's little. He's 12. He's innocent. He's got no concept. I do. Yeah. I know what it'll do. Yep. I want you to come to me. But you know what's a big deal to him? 200 bucks. Right, totally. It's a huge deal to him. Yep. And it didn't happen in age 12. Hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood, praise the Lord, thank Jesus. Yep. Hasn't happened yet. And Laura and I took 200 bucks out, stuck it in a book. It's in our library. No one's going to find it. If it happens or when it does happen, then we have a plan. But I, I go, I'm doing parenting stuff. I'm doing a dad's event pretty soon. Nice. I talk about this and I go, every man out there that stumbled upon porn wishes. Or woman. Or woman. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Nowadays. Nowadays, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wishes they had a parent they could have gone to that would have been understanding. Well, because you just diffused yes. any yes. amount of just shame think. that would come oh, up. Exactly. You, like, it's, it's not just, your fault. It, now, now it's, oh, great. There's actually like now I get 200 bucks Mm because I get to go to my dad and tell them about that and it's it's I yep. love that idea so well, much. And we just see men and women in the crowd just shaking their head, almost to the fact like, I wish I still had someone to talk about yep. it now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not totally. only the first infraction, right. but now. And to give parents a break, mm. when I saw porn for the first time, I didn't know I should go tell my parents. Right. I thought they'd be mad at me. Right. Oh, me you know, too. I had a yeah. best friend yeah. in the whole world. We played together every day, all day, all summer. We were at each other's houses 24-7. And he found a VHS tape somewhere in his dad's room hidden and popped it in and watched it and was like, oh my goodness. Well, what's he going to do? Call his best friend. Called me up. I found this thing. You got to come over. I was like, all right. I rode my bike over and he showed me porn for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I should do, but I certainly wasn't going to tell my parents. Right. Right. Like they're going to be mad at me. Yeah. And here's the truth. I don't know how they would have reacted. I'm pretty sure they would have been fine. They would have done the right thing. 
I just didn't know. Isn't yeah. it qu- amazing how quickly that lie pops into your head? Right. Yeah. yeah. With something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Something yeah, they yeah. shouldn't have done on the you know, iPhone or that kind of stuff. It's so creating that space. I'm hearing you say is just so important for and us. And that's what so, I, so many parents do react in anger, and it's like, no, 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 you can't. Yeah. Right. Now you're very upset. I get that part where you're upset and you're heartbroken and what a huge bummer and all those things. It's not their fault. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if they search it, it's still not their fault. They don't know what they're doing. It's like drugs. Kids don't know yeah. what – they don't understand addiction. Like they don't get that thing. No one is little going, man, someday I hope <laughs> I got to go to rehab four I'm gonna, times. I'm going to be on fentanyl and meth by the time I'm 18. I'm going to push away every family member and friend I've ever had. Like yeah. you, don't you don't understand yeah. the ramifications of those things. It's. I, I'm like, oh, I have a addictive personality. I was born this way though. Mm-hmm. Like you look at my habits over life, I was born craving the feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it started off with adrenaline. Like I used to risk my life all the time growing up because I needed the feeling mm-hmm. and I needed to get help for that. I go to AA, I see a therapist. Like I do things specifically so that I curb that side mm-hmm. of my personality. But I didn't grow up hoping to have to do those things. Right. right. Kind of stinks. Yep. <laughs> But it keeps me healthy and it keeps me sane and it keeps my family intact. Mm-hmm. So I do what it takes to do that. You just right. got to have pre- have a plan for your family. So when it happens, by the time kids reach 18, 97% will have seen online porn. Dang. And but all, and that's boys and girls. Yeah. And the distinction that shocked me the most, because that was kind of shocking to think that average is so high, but the different types of pornography yeah. that they are visualizing sure. seeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so mm-hmm. we have this huge generation growing up that we don't even know the ramifications yet. So Mm-mm. we're trying to be on the front line of like, okay, mm-hmm. well, let's let's tackle this. Let's get our homes safe. Let's put, I, I mean, we, use, we don't let our kids have sleepovers. And especially yeah. if they have teenagers in their home, we don't, we, I'm the weird mom says, well, what kind of filter do you have on your internet? And they're like, yeah. oh, we don't have any filters. I'm like, okay, well get some filters. And then, then we'll my, about, yeah, then and we'll then talk my about kid it. can come in your house. Yeah. But if you've got a teenager and you don't have porn filtering, then we don't go in. My kids don't go in your, we can go to your house, <clears throat> but we can't go in. We don't do sleepovers at other people's homes. We do them in our home, but we have two forms of porn. So our porn filter is covenant eyes. Covenant okay. eyes. Yep. If you use the code r- rebel, rebel, or rebel parent, rebel. I oh. just looked it up. Rebel. There you nice. go. Then you get a free month. Okay, nice. It's what we use. Before they gave us the code word, we still used it yep. because yeah. we tried Net Nanny, and that's garbage. Yeah. Like, I use Covenant Eyes right now on yeah. all my devices. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't throw out of your internet. doesn't yep. slow it down. Um, you know, when you're looking at reports and papers, you can get it like – Because I think a lot of us grew up on the ones that like oh. were awful. <laughs> I just like, shut down everything. Like, why, why is this so awful? Like, yep. This is Buffering so much worse. Yes. Google. <laughs> no, not For sure. Up. Or like yeah. why yeah. is Facebook blocked? Like why yeah. can't yep. I access my email? Yeah. The other um, one we do is Circle Home Plus. It's a device that goes between your router and the internet. Nice. Yep. Um, My parents just got that one. It's a good one. And it really doesn't slow it down. Here's the truth. I was reading an article one night and I could tell I was missing some information. Like I didn't understand why there was this – like there was something going on I didn't get. And so I Googled one of the phrases in it. It was a person and a phrase. And I'm just like looking it up and I hit uh, whatever – search and the whole thing kit up and I hit the first one and then the circle home plus came up like, Hey, you're trying to look at something that you're not supposed to look at. And I was like, what, what am I trying to? And it was like, Oh, Oh, 
<laughs> huge cartoon light bulb moment. I'm like, oh, it's porn. Oh, that puzzle piece shifted in. The entire article made sense. I was like, oh, I'm reading about porn. I, I had no idea. Yeah. But I would have for sure turned on porn in my house had right. I not had Circle Home Plus. Yeah. I just didn't know. Super innocent. Had no idea what I was reading, totally. what I was, what it was like talking a about. Child. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We had a ministry leader call us. They had a birthday party for their eight-year-old daughter. They mm-hmm. had 12 girls over. Mm-hmm. And they were doing all whatever they're doing. And at one point, they were on the computer and they looked up the word butts. Because it's funny. That's hilarious. Right? I did have to stifle a little bit of a chuckle there. Yeah. Maybe that goes to the ageism. We'll talk about that in another (laughs) episode. But that's the thing. Butts is hilarious to little kids. Like that kind of humor is where they're at. The problem is Google doesn't doesn't filter out porn. Right. And those little eight-year-old girls all looked at hardcore porn. And then I'm not kidding, ministry leader had to call all their parents and be like, I'm so sorry. It it seemed so innocent. They looked yeah. up the word butts because they thought right. it was funny. And then Google was like, oh, you want to see something really funny? Like, but if they had the Circle Home Plus, if they had the Covenant Eyes, <laughs> that's then worth, it's not there. Yeah. They were prepared. prepared. Yeah. yeah. Like Circle Home Plus, I think it's 130 bucks. One-time payment filters it out. I'm getting one tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's not, that. I mean, awesome. it's just one yeah. more yeah. blockage for you to right. help your child manage their social yeah. awareness. Does it guarantee they're never going to see it? No, no it does but not. it certainly makes no. it harder. Okay. Right. So Covenant Eyes, you can put on computers. You can Computer, tablets, phones. phones all so Covenant Eyes doesn't work on Chromebook yeah. okay. currently. Interesting. It's the one thing it doesn't work on yet. And I don't think it works on any Xboxes or PS4s. But And so my yeah. parents got the circle to do that because uh, that yeah, has an effect. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. And so you have to think about, like, there are so many differences yeah. in the technology that you're using and <laughs> right. what's going to be able to block it. Mm. You know, it's great because you mentioned Xbox and you were like, you know, people ask, you know, when should I be able to get my kid a cell phone, all that. I'm positive most people watching and listening, if you knew how much time my son spends playing Fortnite, you would think it's too much. Mm. Okay? Totally. Yeah. I Now, I understand that thought. I'll tell you my thought because I want parents to have a break. Like right. it's not this like you can only do 25 minutes a day of this and then that's it. I don't know. There's my not s- a silver <clears throat> bullet answer. No, yeah. Totally. No my son one is right. yeah. yeah. He's really obedient. He's respectful of his mom. He tries hard in school. He's really kind to his sister and he is a legit gamer. I got nothing to complain about. No. Right. Like Laura and I have talked recently, like he needs more hobbies than just this, but he qualified for the online money tournaments in Fortnite. What am I gonna do? Be like, nope, it's awesome. bad for you. Sorry. Like, e-gaming yeah. is a huge deal. He was in the top six percent of all players in the West at twelve. Yeah. I was and like, oh, you're really but we've talked this to is him a talent. about this is a skill. You know, sure. we've talked to him about addiction. We've talked we have had discussions yeah. about managing his online usage. You know, it's not like we're just letting him right. go and well, be you, like, go good make luck. money, kid. Have you guys looked into like the blue light glasses or the blue light filters right, and right. stuff so that it, the you know the screen yeah. it's not the video game itself as much as it is. The, the new one that the we're light. trying now yeah. is shutting it off. 
a period of time before he goes to bed. Yeah, that's huge. So it's not straight from screen trying to to go to bed. You know what I mean? Totally. But it's the hard one. It's like, it's after homework, it's at night, it's when his friends are on. Right. Most of them stay up later than he does. He goes to bed at a pretty early time. Because teenagers need uh, nine hours of sleep. (laughs) I'm a huge sleep Nazi. Mark Mark needs a uh, nine hours of sleep. We've been doing, same. totally side note, but we've been doing keto for the last seven, eight months, seven, eight weeks. And like, I'm going to bed at eight. 30. So how do you check your? Do you do a book? Oh, okay, you're yeah, just you're just, you're just trying to manage so, it through. Yeah, but, okay. but sleep is yeah. so important to me. Sorry, sorry. Well, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the risk but, of just yeah. continuing down rabbit holes, we're, like, we're nearing the end of our normal time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's find out how to get in con- contact with them and home safe seminars and all that kind of stuff. I think would be really important. Oh yeah, yes. super. So you know. for home safe, homesafeseminar.com. Okay. And on that website, we've got a video produced by the Houston Police Department nice. on what to do during an active shooting situation. It's so helpful. Yeah. Okay. It's really, really good. It's a little dramatic. It like, is a little dramatic. At the end, it's like, you know, if you find yourself in a situation, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> Love so, that. And I've seen Love it that. so many times that it makes me laugh a little bit. It's like, run, hide, fight. You know, and you're oh, like, I just have to say that what confused me a little bit was after all the shootings we've had over the years, there, the news media and there's not like tons of videos to find solutions. Like, well, what do I do if I'm at a concert right. and this right. happens? Even during the Cold just, War, we had so many videos about yeah. hide on your desk, all this, exactly. and, and it doesn't right. seem to be present it, anymore. It's not present. And so that <laughs> was part of the reason, like, right? <laughs> yeah, that we were but like, But no one was this, talking about it. Newscasters aren't talking happen. about it. Talk show yeah. hosts aren't talking about it. Politicians aren't telling you what to do. They'll talk about gun control, either strengthening or, or loosening gun control. No one's telling you, here's what you do. Corporations right. are doing it. Schools. Schools are doing it. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in California. We had earthquake drills. Yep, all we did too. We had fire yeah. drills. Yeah. We had earthquake drills. Yep. Schools now have active shooting drills. Yep. But yep. why aren't people teaching families what to do? If you find yourself in a Walmart and this goes down, what do you do with your family? There's more chances that's going to happen than, yes. the than the school so, now. Well, it's get, yeah. Depending yeah. on your lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so home safe com okay. is the website. Uh, you can sign up your church. I'll come to your church. Nice. Uh, and we do it for families. And then with that, we talk about how do you talk to kids about sex and porn and filtering and home invasions and just making your kid a harder target than anybody else. Yes. So we have a lot of listeners all all over the country and the world, but we have a lot of listeners in Colorado Springs. Do you have Mm -hmm. one coming up in Colorado Springs that you can uh, promote? We just did one. one. Uh, We'd love to do another one. So if there's a church in Colorado Springs that's like, oh, hey, we want to do that, then I'm here locally. So for sure, let's do that. Well, and I just want people listening, it is affordable. It doesn't take much to do what we're suggesting to do yeah. for your family. So you know Dave Ramsey's got his $1,000 emergency yeah. fund? Yeah. Yep. Anybody knows Dave Ramsey, he's like, $1,000 emergency fund, $1,000 emergency fund. That's his thing. So our Dave Ramsey is our three. We talk about having a plan with your family. Something bad happens, here's what you do. Um, filtering out porn and an alarm system on your home. All of that's way less than a thousand bucks. So I've got totally. two of those. I just need to do the plan when something happens. This yeah, is, this is good. Right. Yeah. Well, and if you've uh, received, if, if this has been beneficial to you, or if this has even been mildly interesting <laughs> to you, uh, I highly encourage you to check out Rebel Parenting yes. and everything yes. that the Dobsons are putting out. Um, it's good stuff. Just great resources. And mm. and if you know anything about Mayfield Counseling Centers, I hope that you know that we are all about resourcing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And right. So mm-hmm. this is another really. We walked in. You've got resource. the. Emotion wheel, like oh, yeah. we have that. We in have our that. Home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's on the fridge yeah. with a big magnet. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> that thing it, that's so helpful though yeah. mm-hmm. because you know but how are you feeling fine oh uh, no but, come here <laughs> give me something a little bit more yeah. exactly. let's look on the yes. where are we on this you know kind of yeah the resources is such a big thing rebelparenting.org is our website we're on iTunes Spotify SoundCloud like wherever podcasts yeah. are found you can find the Rebel Parenting Podcast three times a week and it's all marriage, all parenting, all the time. Yep, and it's we'll great, have links great, below in oh, the sweet. in the description as right. well for Home Safe and Rebel Parenting and anything Thank else you. that we talk about after here. Where we're like, we should add that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank great, you. Great having you guys. Thank you for Thank coming. You so we much. appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks. thanks. Our pleasure. See you next week. Thank you for joining us on Candid Conversations. We are so glad that you are here today. And we hope that if something came up for you that piqued your interest or that you have more questions about, you feel the freedom to call Mayfield Counseling Centers. We're not just here for people in Colorado Springs. We want to help everybody we can. So if you have any questions, email us at candid at mayfieldcounseling.com. Or you can check out our website, YouTube channel, or Facebook page where we post resources on a pretty consistent basis. We'd love to help you in whatever we can. Feel free to reach out.